There were two rotundos who got a couple microphones and started their own show. This show, it was a podcast by the name of Sick and Wrong and It Sucks Fucking Ass. judgmental you know but this is sick it's sick and wrong <laughs> listen living listening to sick or not sick and wrong yes you're listening to sick or not the sick and wrong the world source for anti-social commentary god what a bunch of scumbags what, you, what, what is the actual thing he says at the beginning? <laughs> hey, uh, it's like, so it wrong. Your only the place intro, for um, for antisocial commentary. All right, this all right. is sick and wrong. The only place for fucking antisocial goddamn commentary. My name's Harrison. I'm Schlitzy. This is goddamn Jizzy Jake, baby. <laughs> we took over. Fuck you, D. Yeah, this is the the uh, 1990s Olympics NBA All Stars version of Sick and Wrong. Yeah, you know. and it's going to be a lot better. Yeah, Shh, dude, and I'm sh- the ghost of LeBron James fetus playing in that same game. Dude, I miss <laughs> testicles then, man, because I fucking can jump. Can I beat jump. Bill Cosby? Testicles? <laughs> yes. You can. I mean, you can always beat Bill Cosby. You know? Do you ever see Leonard Part Six? No. Oh, well, it sucked. But it was it was a movie where Bill Cosby played a spy. And there was never any other ones. It was called Leonard Part Six, which was a joke. But as a child, I didn't understand that. I couldn't mm-hmm. wrap my brain around that joke. And it I was bought was... a VHS from fucking uh, Goodwill the other day, uh, and it was a Bill Cosby, and it said Bill Cosby number four colon six. And I was like, what is that? The like aspect <laughs> ratio of the visual of it, or is it like the how many times he's like raped some? That's the Bible verse yeah, like, of, of the like, book of Bill Cosby. Yeah, it's like uh, how many portions of like uh, 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 fucking um, you know quaaludes he puts into a chick? You know, like <laughs> just didn't understand it. But I always wanted to buy it just because of that. So yeah, how you doing there, Harrison? GHB, you see what? How you doing there, Harrison? Uh, I'm doing real bad. Yeah, real I know. Bad, guys, first of all, it took us seven hours to set up because this is the first time we've ever done anything like this. Nobody's ever done anything like this in the history of time. I want to call like, out the like, fact that. What is that? What are you doing? I, I want to call out the fact Please that stop. this is happening because of my patience and you two would have given mm. up 10 minutes in. <laughs> I definitely I'll give would. up on anything, fucker. I, no, no, no. Look, if I would have given up, I would have given the fuck up. There was that moment when I lost my glasses. Remember I got up real yep. quick? My glasses fell off, and it took me like 20 minutes to find my glasses. Yes, they were across quite the room. a train wreck. I don't even know I, how that happened. I was I was told that I was getting a bullet in my head just for trying to do this. So no matter what, I fucking – I was about to do this fucking shit anyways. Fuck it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm no, I'm doing bad. I got dumped yesterday. Um, Do you want to air your I grievances? Probably would have had this a little better set up, not much better off set up, but a, a little better set up than I do now, uh, had that not happened. Uh, nah, I mean, you know, I uh, I fucked up, you know what I mean? 
I actually I don't know I don't know I got dumped by text so I don't actually know exactly the reasons. Can we get you to read the text? No. <laughs> oh, is it that bad? It's just gonna fucking depress me, and I, I gotta you know I gotta we, be, I, I gotta do. be dancing around. I gotta be fucking you know step and fetch it, Mister fucking dance around over here. All right, I so can't de- be fucking. So depending on how good me or Jizzy Jake does, when you do finally off yourself, I'm assuming D is going to hire one of us. <laughs> yes, I, I believe that's what will happen. Definitely, yeah, I, I, mean. I I think you, he'll you really look forward one. to working you with you. Let's see, yeah, definitely. No, no, it'll be like Danny. <laughs> Or fucking Steel. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I'll stop um, listening. I love Steel, but I God can't damn. listen to him for two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you got an intro topic? <laughs> do, do I have a? Would, would you fucking relax, buddy? Hey, you told me I'm the guy yeah. that's I'm supposed actually to be still, on track. I, I'm still, I'm still excited to just hear about your grievances with your fucking breakup. I, I really, said, am, yeah, like, no. The, the actual text was just like, and then we went into a long thing. She just said it was in panic. Whatever. I'm not gonna read the text. But the thing is, uh, is no. that my, I had. I want to hear feelings. your feelings about it, man. I want to yeah. hear your feelings about it, man. Why? Thank you, Jacobs. Um, yeah, basically, my theories are um, because I'm a worthless, drug-addled loser. That's one. That's theory number one. Okay. And that's a valid reason to break up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. The second <laughs> one is um, I've been bringing a lot of drama. You know. And yeah. I, I, I've been getting used. It's a, it's an odd situation. It's like an yeah. open marriage. She's in an open yeah. marriage. Um, Do you I've, know I've done, the husband? I've done that before. I know of him. Well, no, Wait, you like you, you've never met him. She had right? a husband. She does. It's an open marriage. Damn, dude, dude, you done fucked up already, man. You shouldn't be heard about this at all. You should have already known. This is the thing, dude. Like, just you know your situation. Uh, is this going to work or is this not going to work? Do you love somebody? Do you not love somebody? Is there something that you want to progress in or not progress in? You just done fucked up. You fucking chose the wrong way to go. Now, there's other strippers. I don't in the think fucking... I did. I don't think I did, Jizzy Jake, because honestly, she was the only like I actually cleaned my apartment. Oh, my goodness. The, I think the only other time I'd, I'd done that is like I had some other reason for doing it. Like, I, I don't know. I was, like, doing drugs less. I was getting out more. I was cleaning my apartment. Like, I... Yeah, yeah. And anyway, and it was... It, uh, being around this person actually, made, like, made all my fucking problems fall away for the time sure. I was with them. So then how right? bad was the text of the breakup? Is it salvageable? I didn't handle it well. <laughs> of course. <I> <laughs> Why did I even ask? None of us do, dude. I mean, the only reason I'm I'm able There's to no do to that the only reason I'm able to do this podcast today, guys, is thanks to the good people at Purdue Pharmace- Pharmaceuticals, mm. right? Yeah, with their with their fantastic Hallelujah. <laughs> oxycontin uh, drug, right? That's a good one. So anyway, it's I've it's that reason bad. I brought a lot of drama. Um, I, I called, you know, I was talking to her the other night and I kind of just like told her what was going through my head because I don't know, I'd gotten comfortable. She is very understanding. And I, I think I just, I, I didn't frame it right. I think I, I framed it in a way that was poor. And, um, yeah. Um, and then I also said the L word. Uh, I I did forget about that. Lycanthropy. 
<laughs> I said I had lycanthropy. I'm a werewolf. No, I, 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 I love, love. I use the love. So I think that I might be that. It might be. I honestly, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't have the. Normally, I play my cards very close to the vest, mm-hmm. right? I play them very close to the vest because because literally, that this is what happens. It's like oh, all of a sudden, then you somebody you tell somebody you care about them, and then they they abandon you. And that's oh, what happens on my birthday like when way, I was. When I was born, I was born, right? And then my, I came out of the womb. My mother was holding me, and I said, Mama, I love you, which is weird because normally new parents can't speak, but I did. I said, Mama, I love you. And she fucking dunked me in the garbage like LeBron James, man. Yes, but just a like wonderful fucking, woman then came and just took you into you. her Didn't life. Even keep you under. Yeah, just like, boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakatak. Boom, shakatak. Um, yeah, that's what happened. So that, how I mean, long were what... you guys together that you then dropped the L word? A couple of months, a few months. I don't Jizzy... remember. I have no sense of time. Jizzy Jake, how long would it take you to tell somebody that you love them? First night. <laughs> I'm about the same. Dude, I, I move in first yeah, night. Two months, that, pussy, that you'd that be like fucking, yeah, you'd I be really getting divorced like, after two months. Fuck it all, man. Fuck them. Mm. You know, figure it out on your own. That's how I fucking feel about it. But then again, I'm a dude. You're my dude. Uh, that's what she's doing to you. Just, uh, you know, tighten the fuck up with it, man. Just tighten the fuck up with it. Fuck them. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It means that, like, you know, sometimes that, like, what it seems to be isn't what it seems, man. Like, fucking, they just need to go fuck themselves sometimes, and then they come back. And then they come back because you have self-respect, man. Just fuck all them bitches. I will have you know that I, I temporarily disposed of my self-respect for a little bit yesterday. And dude, I feel that. I feel that we all do do that. All of us do that. We've all done All three of us. like especially, certainly, Honestly, my pride never does me any favor. What form of self-destruction really was Because normally take? I have so much pride that like rather than ask for somebody to, you know, take me back, mm-hmm. I'd rather just burn my house down with me in it. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a reasonable solution, but I don't know. For some reason, I, w- I wasn't feeling the pride. What form of re- self-destruction did your parents I don't know. Take? I handle things badly. Like, I I will always handle things badly, and it's like, I guess people – I need to find people that can deal with that. I thought this was that, but I guess not. I don't know. Dude. Anyway, the point of this life intro, you know um, – yes. Which would normally just be like, you know, I don't know. Jewish whining. D talking about, you know, some guy eating chips the wrong way at work or something is is about my broken heart. And another fellow who may have also had a broken heart that he had to mend many, 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 many times. And that man is Doc Benton, Dr. Tom Benton. You ever heard of this guy? You ever heard of this fellow? I've only heard of it because you've mentioned it. In passing, this today was the first time I've actually read the whole story. Did you read it, Jizzy Jake? No, uh, yes. I didn't send it to Jizzy Jake. I want <laughs> oh. a fresh perspective from him. Oh, okay, okay. I dig I, it. I'm definitely, I'm definitely like, just keep going, just keep going. <laughs> I, yeah, I've heard of it, but uh, it was an interesting read. All right, so I, I think it's Mount Musalauka. I don't know yeah. how you actually say that. It's in New Hampshire, right near, not too far from Dartmouth college and um this was in the late 18th century 
there was a boy named Thomas Benton, born uh, around there, and he was uh, very smart. Son of a judge. Son of a judge, yes, that's correct. The townspeople actually sent him is being a jerk. The townspeople actually sent him to Heidelberg, Germany, which was like the best med school in the fucking world. They paid for him to go to med school because they're like, this is motherfucker smart. As long as he comes and be <laughs> and becomes a town doctor. Also, Heidelberg is also where they make cuckoo clocks. But real quick, I have a question. In which I know from watching <laughs> Hogan's Heroes. In yep. the story, it said that his, you know, he's a son of a judge, and he gets sent there because the town pools together because the father couldn't pay for it. What kind of judge doesn't have the money to pay for school? The guy that fucking owns actually the judge. The judge clocks, wasn't dude, judge obviously. wasn't his father. The judge was like his mentor, and then. Uh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't yeah. catch that. Yeah. Okay. The judge was a mentor. Cuckoo clocks, man. This guy's fucking on the another level, dude. That's fucking great. It's awesome. That's right. So, so they because that was a, it would take took a village back then. You know, you send the kid to go, and then he comes back, and he, as long as he agrees to be the town doctor, now the town is a doctor. You know, there you go. Yeah, this was eighteen so, early eighteen hundreds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like so, um. You know, he got there. At first, he didn't do so well because he couldn't speak German, but then he got into it, right? Yeah. And he had this uh, – his advisor was this kind of elderly doctor who was um, – he was kind of ostracized by his peers because he was into like, I don't know, some kind of blasphemous Sinister. experimentation, you know? And uh, they stuck up uh, – you know, they, they became friends and they became his mentor and – uh, you know, they hung out and they had all sorts of discussions. And then the elderly mentor died. And because he had no one else. And this is kind of actually what happens a lot in L.A. Like if you become the personal assistant to like an old gay filmmaker or something, they leave you. you suck his they dick. Have. <laughs> and you suck his dick. Yes. I mean, I would. De- I've sucked it for 20 bucks. So it definitely fucking happens. For an inheritance, I definitely suck a dick. I sucked a dick or two, but like you know, like I will never fucking. Anyways, go on, go on. Yeah. (laughs) I would do anything for about twenty bucks. Um, but uh, yeah. So that that does happen if you do that. Just so you know, guys. But um, yeah. So he left him his money. Why don't you do that? All the stuff. I mean, now that you're heartbroken, you could just nestle up to a gay dude. An elderly gay dude and get his inheritance. I can probably leave the house. Let's see. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least that you know they'll have meth. Yeah. And just so the the kids at home on the radio know that uh, Jizzy Jake was doing some kind of um, dick-sucking pantomime. Acrobatics. You know, Acrobatics. Like some, like some kind of kabuki clown of old. Um. <laughs> So the old guy dies. Thank you. And speaking of not leaving the house, I don't know if you guys caught that in the in the um, the Wackerly outtakes. Oh, where D said I was like um, very weird lately, and it's like we do a lot of shows remotely because I'm 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 weird and I don't leave the house or whatever. And am am I weirder than I used to be now, or like what's the deal, guys? Tell me. I don't know. You've been pretty consistent. Since I've known you these four years, weird. yeah, yeah, consistently definitely. weird. This is just your thing. Like that's I just why think we it's all weird because it's like, it's like, I don't know. Two years when I was doing the show two years ago, it's something I like, or three years ago, I was like, 
on so much meth that I was in another dimension. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you've been now deta- I'm weird. Like now you've, I'm weird. The only like, difference is you're more detached recently. Okay. And Jizzy Jake is showing you, us what, both his look, ass. I have to. I have to edit that out of YouTube now. <laughs> no, uh, motherfucker. Stop. Oh also, God. I have to edit that out from the show. So you make it more work. And I'm gonna hang myself. It's gonna be your fault. Anyways, uh. And I'm gonna play. Grandma got run over by a reindeer on repeat. Um, Jizzy Jake just mooned the camera. Hmm. Is what is what what I'm referring to there. Uh, Stone, do not do it again. I swear to God, (laughs) I will turn this car around and off a cliff. No, no, don't. I gotta put this on YouTube. All right. Anyway, so the guy died, left him his money. Yes. Yeah, the guy died. Um. What he's he's putting his pants on. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so anyway, the guy died, and he left him all of his books. He had all these old, weird ass like medical texts and fucking alchemy books and all sorts of like crazy nonsense this dude had, right? And um, so Tom Benton came back to Vermont, uh, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and uh, he became like a really awesome town doctor for a while. Like you the know? best too. Yeah, the best. The best a man can get. And they came um, from all around. And something happened in about, like around 1816, they're not really sure. Most accounts say that the his wife like got typhoid and died. Or oh yeah, or something even weirder. They weren't specific about it, but it's certainly questionable. Yeah. What that he got well, she left him for another dude. Yes, that was the other thing that he, that that could have possibly happened that I read. Um, that's not that weird. That's less weird than there were in the in the text. It said like she either died, she left him for a dude, or something more sinister, or something like that. She turned into a giant snake. Like no, like okay. as you said. Sorry. Um. So, yeah. So anyway, um. <clears throat> So he was, like, really, really upset. And then basically what happened is something happened, and he he became like a recluse. He stopped being the town doctor. He shut up in his weird cabin. And then animals started, like, dying and being mutilated in weird ways. Livestock. anti-doctor Doolittle. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> asshole. Yes. That's a, yeah. like he's like, I love animals. But I, honestly, let me just lure him in and fuck him in the butt. Fucking dicks. He might have done that as well. Um, but one thing he definitely did is that he, they noticed that um, behind the animal's like right ear yes. or something, there's an incision. Okay? And they're like, well, that's weird. And that kept happening. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, like a, a, a child disappeared. You know? It was like an infant, I believe. And um, they were just like, Maybe that weirdo took her, who we already suspect of killing fucking dogs and cats mm-hmm. and cows and such. Um, and they, you know, went to his like cabin in the mountain, and you know, all of a sudden he's got like a fucking like he's got like a duster on, like a black fucking coat, long ass coat. You know, he looks all like crazy, and um, he's got Probably this little stylish, girl. Though. Yeah, and he he threw that bitch off right up the, the fucking uh, mountain. Yeah, right in front of everybody. In front of everybody. That is fucking. Well, I shouldn't say great, 
But this motherfucker's like the guy from fucking um, what is it? Fucking uh, sorry, ER. my cat, my, no, my cat NYPD was about Blue. to fucking drink my fucking beer. Um, oh. no, it's from the guy from uh the the Dark Tower, you know, just like the the cowboy, just like mm. pow, motherfucker, like. Mm. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. What a fucking heartless bitch. Heartless. That was a pretty bad movie. The movie yeah. of that. Oh, well, I mean, yes. this this is a pretty bad fucking goddamn murder, to be honest. You know, like, <laughs> we've, heard, we've heard well, better, let's, you know? let's also be clear that there's, there's much debate as to whether this is real. This is kind of like a legend. It's like it's like a local legend. Like there was a doctor, something weird happened, and I think over time the story got out of hand and became like a crazy legend. Yeah, I was you gonna know, wait like, till the end, but yeah, the, like I read in there, they were like, this is basically vocally passed down through the ages, mm-hmm. and has evolved over time. Yeah, there's different versions of it, you know. But, Sounds like a legend, not a murder, but. <laughs> But, My favorite legend, not a murder. <laughs> yeah, but what? Is that, is that a new TV show pitch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, just so you guys, you know, just in the interest of journalism, right? <laughs> just letting you know that this might, this might be uh, not entirely real. But if what I've, is real anymore? If I've ever said, don't anything. we live in Baudrillard's hyper real now? Isn't that what's happening? Don't we live in that? If I've That's ever said anything, it's the fact that Harrison is a journalist. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I, I never doubted that. I'm just saying, Harrison with is integrity. Right, Who the fuck knows what, was... what the lines are and how we fucking deal with this shit? Like, fucking fake news is fucking real news at this fucking point. Goddamn. All right. Sto- I'll have you know this story was corroborated by at least three homeless people. Mm. So, mm-hmm. I'd suck all of their dicks. Just saying. Oh. Or pussies, okay. Or buttholes, or uh, or or, or, or toes, or home. or no. okay. or or earlobes. <laughs> so <clears throat> he kind of vanished off the scene. That dude, you know, um, and uh, for like thirty years. Yeah, for actually, yeah, probably like long in the yeah. like forty years or so. And then these entrepreneurs were like, let's build a hotel on this mountain, Mount Musilauka, because people like to come here and ski or whatever. I don't know if people skied in 1860, and I don't really – It was called Prospect House. People like to go to the (laughs) – yes, Prospect House. Sounds like a recovery Uh, house I definitely stayed in. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I stayed in Manifest House, so, you know – Dude, go to Aspen, Colorado, dude. Like, that's where they Aspen, fucking... Aspen, Colorado? Aspen, motherfucker. Oh. Aspen. I, I'm sorry, I heard I'm sorry. Aspen. Aspen, for dude. sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too, man. That's Come on, the worst vanity license yourself plate I've Aspen. That's a really shitty vanity license plate. Aspen, Colorado. <laughs> Aspen, come If I take you, you take me, baby. Let's go. And the Aspen cometh. All right. My God, that was stupid. Um, so, yeah. So, um, but people were like freaked out to work there because mm-hmm. everybody like knew the legend of, you know, that dude. So they they um, they hired some like loggers to stay there for the winter just to like prove that like, look, everything's going to be fine. You don't need to be freaked out. Everything's all good, you know. And after a month, there was like a crazy winter storm. And um the men were stranded there and they tried to reach their boss by telegraph telegraph, but it didn't work. 
Um, and, and basically, like... It did say they were running out of whiskey, and that's why they urgently needed to fix the telegraph. Yes. Which is... Because it was, like, that was the time when it's, like, you need... Yeah. Because remember those dogs would have, like, brandy? Yep, yep. Yeah, because it's, like, that's what... St. Bernard's... They're St. Bernard's, right? They had the brandy yes. fucking flasks. That but would, loggers that, definitely need their whiskey. That's right. That is right. Um... So, yeah, I think one of them died, and he had a, a wound behind his ear. And it looked like something had struck him in the head. And once he saw that, it actually, he rem- the, the other logger remembered, like, oh, shit, that's what happened. All those animals and all this, you know, that little girl and all this shit. So he starts freaking out. Um, got slapped on the back of the head? No, he had, like, a, a, a smash or a cut behind his right ear, which was... Homeboy. Smack uh, on the back of the head. Honestly, dude, how many times have we all got slapped on the back of the head? Smack on the back of the head. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it happens, you know. (laughs) It definitely does. How many times do you have to get slapped in the face before you, like, get angry, like, involuntarily angry about it? I've been slapped in the face many a time by a woman, and it's okay. Doesn't bother me. How many times in a row, though? Oh, easily three, and and then I'm punching a bitch. Okay. So it's the same, the same, the not same hard, but I'm definitely knocking her. Of a Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop. Yeah. A one, a two, a three. <laughs> That's right. That, that owl is like mad shady. There's something about him I didn't like trust. I'd, I'd fuck him. Wasn't that racist? Like they were doing a racist uh, character? No. Caricature? No. I would rather you not. Yeah, they was racist the- against owls. What are you talking about? I felt- Seriously, how many times I've been called racist in my whole life? Like, just can we keep this out of our our fun time? Okay. <laughs> Nobody's saying you're racist, Jesse. I know. I, I think it's triggering. It's talking about birds yeah. and other airborne gonna- animals. Good day, guys. Yeah. So, uh, what the thing was this called? Tip Top House or something? Prospect House. Prospect House. Yeah. So. Um, and eventually things worked out. Like the actual people started going to the hotel, right? So let's see. Yes. So, well, yeah. Uh, so after the logger died, uh, they ran off and then it kind of had an uptick a couple years later after that from my memory. Yes, that's correct. And, but they'd have, they'd have these sightings of like this weird dark figure in a dark coat with like long, long white, white hair. hair, you know? And they'd be like, well, that's weird. Um, and there's like, you know, there's, there's tragedies that happen on this mountain, and they're always kind of like attributed to him. Like uh, a man named Park built a gravity railroad, which is for some kind of logging thing. And um, one of the one empty trains was going. Railroad, how, how, like, it's like a. I think it's like a railroad down a hill that doesn't need an engine. Yeah, and then I don't know how the fuck you pull it back up, but something, right? Brute force of those motherfucking loggers. You never do, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So the the brake man uh, died because it was like a runaway train. And I'm going to sing the Soul Asylum song, and then I decided against it because I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go there. I'm better than that. I'm really better than that. Not better than much. But I'm fucking better than that. 
goddamn shit. Where do you get your pride all of a sudden? Oh, I think because I I dis, I quick I I so easily discarded it yesterday. There's oh, like okay. it on the floor here. Uh and when I was looking for my glasses, I found a couple pieces stuck on the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hell no. Fucking goddamn dude, Soul Asylum Runaway Train is a goddamn jam, baby. That's I don't. It's so good. Runaway train never coming back. Runaway <laughs> on a runaway track. Come on. Let's see I mean, exactly what we're talking about here. You know, the first concert I ever went to was the MTV Alternative Nation tour, which consisted of Damn. Soul Asylum, the Spin Doctors, oh, yes. and the Screaming Trees. Mine was Billy Joel. Hmm. That's like better somehow. Although, to be fair, the main reason I was going to Alternative Nation because I thought Kennedy would be there. Okay. And you know, and she John wasn't. F. Kennedy? John no, F. like the, the VJ who's now a Republican Fox News host. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and God bless her, she's still fucking fine as fuck. Sure, she is. How man. is that possible? It's you know? Not dude. That's a fucking spanking ass, dude. You know, spank she's one taking, spank. She's taking the fucking. Pineal glands out of, out of children. Yeah. That's why. Little boy cum is what keeps most of them I've alive. I corroborated this, so you can't sue me. No. That's, because that's I don't wrong. exist. That's wrong. You got a great ass. You spank it once, you spank it twice. You don't fucking take the pineal glands out of children for no reason. That's right. That's correct. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, people kept seeing this motherfucker, you know? And... Um, that, you know, he had the, had a hand in this thing. And then in 1942, four Dartmouth students were hiking up, uh, and they spotted an odd tower on the side of the mountain. So they got closer, they and there was, was a floating. chimney. Yeah, they thought it was floating. And there had been there was, like, a fire, and the, the hotel was, like, burnt to the ground. The tip-top house was burnt to the ground. Prospect. But no one had seen the flames. So they were, like... It must have gotten struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. Come on. And the Fucking... whole. And this is see, this is the worst yep. encounter about him because it's like it's not just like yeah, some old man killed a motherfucker. It's like he created fog or he. Honestly, I, I don't I was really just shooting the movie called Powder. Oops. Like. Mm. Yes. <laughs> that guy's a chomo, but, though. You know. He's a chomo. He's a chomo. The guy directed that... Powder. Yeah. That means a fucking, uh, you know, child molester. Powder was. No, no not Powder. Not the guy the who directed it. The guy who directed it. And, and, and the also- guy that, I'm talking about the actual character that was, like, bald. It's like, oh, my God. Me. You know, like, that motherfucker is cool. He's cool. Yeah, that's a good impression of him. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I, th- or I think that was Pikachu. I think you might be confusing him with Pikachu. But I'm not. I'm not. He's a fucking bald-ass white yeah. dude. Yeah. Well, let's move on. This is kind of like they're like, maybe this had something to do with Dr. Benton. Maybe not. But the thing is, there's been stories ever since then of like hikers going missing and find, you know, found with weird wounds and stuff like that. Over an impossible amount of time for him to be alive. Right. That's correct. Yeah, that is very correct. Um, And it's kind of become a legend, especially like at the at Dartmouth College where people talk about it and it's almost like a proud thing they have. Um, And there was something in the 70s that happened. What was it? Uh, It was 
Kind of, oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Go ahead, you tell us. Let's see. No, no, no. Go ahead, because it okay. it it wasn't that impressive, in my opinion. It was just like yeah. The the first two are interesting. The last one wasn't. You. It was a hiker who like kind of fell and like he lost time and was yes. kind of wandering around and he had some like weird wounds on it was him just like an encounter if i remember correctly the and he said a hand shoved him yeah. a hand came out from the rocks and shoved him down you know and there are a lot of stories like that um and and here so here's the deal here's my theory on this fucker right um the well, idea is that he's like he found some the idea that it all this shit implies is that it, amongst the books of his mentor in Germany, there was some kind of weird, like, alchemy book mm-hmm. that had the secret of the elixir of life or the secret of the, you know, whatever. The I mean, if anybody's going to have it, it's going to be a sinister German. That's right. Um, so he figured out, I, I don't know why he would want to live forever after his wife died, you know? If that's I don't even want to... Yeah, I don't really even want to live another month right now. But, you know, he somehow he figured this out, right? He made – he found some way to live forever. And it sounds like a lot of people's theories on this is uh, he was removing maybe like the pineal gland from mm-hmm. the brain and then, um, you know, creating some kind of concoction with that that allows him to live forever. Yeah, there were like whispers of it either being a potion or a vampire. Yeah. Um, and there's been other things like that. There was actually a movie in the 1930s called The Leech Woman, and that's what she did. She would, like, harvest mm. shit from pineal gland and then, like, drink it, and it would just keep her young forever. My only problem uh, with if, that is isn't the pineal gland in the dead center of your brain? It is. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was taking their lymph nodes. Who the fuck mm. knows, you know? Um, People didn't really know about, uh, you know. These things fucking suck. But let's talk about this. Penal gland, right? It gets you fucking higher than shit, all right? Uh, fucking DMT is a fucking great goddamn thing. Um, it makes you fucking uh, start realizing things on a different fucking level, right? Um, so. <laughs> you got Joe Rogan over here, guys. This is uh, I, dude, a new addition to the show. Fuck you. Whoa, Fuck so you, you mean that, like, the pineal gland has DMT in it? That's no, fucked no, no, no. up, bro. I'm talking about That's it. fucked up. About every time you fucking smoke it, you turn into a gargoyle. Gargoyle. In I am I I I am I've been sober for a long time, but if somebody had yeah. DMT, I would a hundred percent do it. No question. Yeah, I want some. I'm supposed to talk to Shattered Speculum, that guy. Anyway, um, God damn it, Jesse Jake. Oh no, I was what what you said is actually relevant to what I, the point I was uh-huh. I was about to get to. Um. The idea is that – because actually what scientists say now is that pineal gland is in charge of making melatonin, right? In the, people used to say that it I'd also that creates DMT um, and that usually it gets released like if you have a near-death experience. Mm-hmm. That's why people see a white light and have weird hallucinations. Here uh, the singing of God is uh, resoundingly something that feel, people feel. That's correct, and people also associate it with the Ajna chakra or the yeah. third eye. It's the spirit gland or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of theories about that thing. And actually, in the in the more recent conspiracy theories, the the, the QAnon people, Ugh. but an elite group of pedophiles and pedo- pedovores. 
Pedivores? They, like, I've never heard that. Pedivores that are pedophiles? Like, come pedivores. On, no, they, they harvest. I, I'm serious. I've been following a lot of this QAnon shit. They harvest. They believe that, like, Hillary Clinton isn't on this. They harvest the um, uh, adrenochrome from Pearson. the, from the pineal glands of children. I love you. I love you, Slitsy. But, like, straight up, like, Disney was driving the whole fucking goddamn cruise ships over to fucking St. James Island. Disney? They, they were just. Okay. Yeah, Disney ones. And like and then there's like these little fucking like underground fucking places that they could traffic little children. Mm-hmm. Like look into it, man. This is fucked up, dude. Like anyways, I know that you don't want to talk about that type But of shit, I know but... that the Scientologists have figured it out. It's drinking little boy cum keeps you young forever. I mean, you know, I drink my own cum and I'm fucking pretty young, so I'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> that um the Sick and Wrong podcast in no way promotes that idea. Um, <laughs> that was uh, fully independently yeah, decided by real sure. name. Sure. I will give sorry, you the real sorry. name and information of the person who did say that. So please, Scientology, me, don't me, sue Jake us. Bond, Jake Bond, That's me. actually the only thing I'm afraid of suing me is Scientology. Yeah. And, I can and, say that like, you know, Taylor Swift is actually 300 years old because she drinks adrenochrome from the pineal glands of children. I'm fine with that. I'm saying it. It's true. Hell but yeah. Scientology, I'm messing with them. I know, I know, man. Anyway. I, I took it there. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know. There, that's, a th- that's a theory that actually a lot of people believe nowadays. That they, But does they that give it weight? Adrenochrome. Yes, it does actually because, like, when things happen, like, guys with fucking assault rifles going to pizza parlors because they believe things like this, it does give it weight because yes. people believe in it. Yes, okay. sure. Yeah, it affects elections. It affects things. So it does. Um, Craziness fucking affects anything, you know. Like if I have, and I have mixed feelings about that. To be honest, I have mixed feelings about it. Would you partake in this uh, elixir? Me, both of you. Would you? I think I've 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 heard there's ways of getting adrenochrome without murdering people, but I'm not I'm not 100 percent clear on that. I remember reading about it in like a Hunter S. Thompson book. I feel like you can get it without murdering someone. Yeah, so but like say if somebody died. If it's cruelty-free. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll and then yeah. somebody came to you. But as a suicidal man, you would totally take something that might keep you alive for at least another 50, 60 years. Oh, 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 okay. Let's see. I'm sorry. In this QAnon version of things, adrenochrome just gets you really mystically high. It doesn't oh, okay, matter. okay. Or who knows? There are probably other people that believe, you know, you can just be young forever mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, hey, you know, I mean, it, it's not that different from like what people in Silicon Valley are doing, you know, mm-hmm. with Peter Thiel and the, you know, they got blood studs. They hire young men to like, you yeah. know, walk around with them and, and, and have a special diet and not drink alcohol. And then they get their blood and it works, I guess, with lab mice. It keeps them younger or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I remember reading uh, about that. Yeah. And then there's like oxygenated blood. There's all this weird shit people do. So, I mean, it's not that outrageous that people start trying to do that. And the interesting thing about that is that started – I read a book about this. Uh, I believe it was in the 1930s. I think it started even before the Lindbergh baby died. But um, Charles Lindbergh you know, was a pilot, obviously. He was rich. He was an engineer as well. And he, like many rich men, like actually a lot of Silicon Valley CEOs realize at some point, they're like, wait a minute, I've conquered, you know, everything. I, 
I have everything. I have a billion dollars. I'm like a living, but I'm going to die probably in the next 30 mm. years or something. Oh, my God. I have yet to conquer death. And that's why they start doing this all this crazy blood shit. And Charles Lindbergh had that idea, too. And he was like, well, what, what if we could just replace the organs? Mm. He thought that, like, kind of had this idea shit. that you could just... Yeah, you could kind of live forever if you kept replacing your organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I've yeah, seen yeah, versions yeah. of the Dr. Tom Benton uh, legend where yeah. that's what he does. He actually captures hikers and cuts out different organs I mean, from them. Isn't that what they do anyways? You know, it's like they fucking have enough yeah. money to do it. Why not? You know? <laughs> well, I guess he thought he could Just do it grow forever. Them. Put them in, you know? He didn't. He didn't like take into the fact that like your brain eventually degenerates too. You can't yeah. get a brain transplant, really. Yeah, the energy in your. Body I think he thought it was like the soul. Yeah. I think he believed it was like the soul. Slide into the glass, baby. You know, <laughs> squeeze the squeeze the water out the melon. You know. So he worked with this French doctor to come up with something called the per- perfusion pump, which was a thing that kept org um, uh, disembodied organs alive. Hmm. By pumping this yeah. artificial blood, oxygenated artificial blood through them in this gla- – it was kind of this weird glass tube and they made it and it worked. Hmm. Um, and it kind of actually – I don't think they used that but the technology that went into developing that got used into how organ transplants are done today. Yeah. So, oh, crazy yeah. Nazi who wanted to live forever – and and uh, was a Nazi? Know, sterilize. Yeah, he was. No, I he ran for president. Uh, he ran for president in 1936 and he was like or 1938 or something like that. And he was like a not. Yeah, he like went to Germany. He was like, yeah, we love these guys. They're great. They're doing great things over there. Yeah, I you guess know, it's not a really surprise. Everybody's a surprise Nazi now. He wanted to like sterilize, you know, the Irish or whatever. He was like, yeah, he was not. And he also came up with a dance. He did a lot. He was, a, he was a real renaissance Can you do the man. dance for me, please? I, I can't. And I barely remember what it is. It's uh, kind of like with your feet or something. Okay. I, I, the Lindbergh I Shuffle. I watched a video of a Lindy Hop competition. Oh, okay. Or why, but yeah, it's a thing. They do it. So anyway, that's the story of fucking Dr. Tom Benton, Charles Lindbergh, and the, you know, Adrenochrome. There you go. That was the that was. I had another thing I wanted to do, the Count of Saint Germain, um, yeah. but because dude, everything. Saint Germain is the day, shit, dude. That's I, just fucking deep, dude. Motherfucker's been like across the fucking time stream, dude. Like, I know. It's crazy. A future episode. Yeah, um, yeah. I have the wherewithal to do more research. Well, when we outstay and just take it over. Although I do love you, D, but also hate. He will. This, bur- he will that, burn. That's not how this thing works, dude. Hmm. You know, it works like um, the Santa Claus, right? Isn't that how everything works? What, somebody like if you just kill replaces Santa him when he dies? If you kill Santa Claus... Oh, you become, you Santa, become Claus? Santa Claus? Isn't that so, how it works? I, or I, I think of jungle to jungle. I'm just super happy to be with you two fucks. Yeah. Y'all are two fucks. <laughs> That's what I'm dealing with right now. We're I, fucking I, I do want to say, Jizzy Let's Jake, do this shit. I was I'll afraid... do the next. I was afraid to meet a hero of mine because you might not have lived up to the expectation, but God damn it, you delivered, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> feel weird I, I ain't about got it. nothing else to fucking say about it. Jo- I'm drunk, baby. Let's go. Yeah, and just so you guys know, Jizzy Jake is in his bus. Yep. Drinking for yeah. loco as a Florida yeah. man does. He's in his Charles Manson bus uh, recording with us. So. It's actually really nice. Let's go. Yeah. 
That's it's a pretty nice bus. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's incredibly nice. Right in it looks like a fucking dorm room. Tell them all that. Don't tell them all that. We're giving away the <laughs> secrets of Jizzy yeah, Jake. Fuck away, man. Are you still dating the witch? Uh, me? Yeah. Me well, for I definitely people. never um, dated a witch. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm dating my fucking neighbor. I told mm. you earlier oh, oh the one right. that had the baby i thought the uh... oh no no that's a different person oh, so... oh okay well, i'm very high strung today yeah, i apologize yeah. i don't i don't Honestly, need to dude, be you have every right to be high strung man right. i'm sorry that that shit fucking happened to you but thank you get right on it dude get right on it man fuck them they can taste your fucking nuts dude for the rest yeah. of your life dude fuck them dude uh, anyways <laughs> What should Harrison do next in his love life, according to Jizzy Jake? Well, all right, kids. So uh, here's a word from something, I don't know, about Patreon or whatever. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. All some, right, uh, fucking phone calls. Yeah, let's do some fucking news stories. Oh yeah, Bucks. yeah. What am I doing? We gotta do the goddamn news stories, there, folks. I, I'm just gonna really enjoy laying in bed tonight and thinking about D flying home, listening to this episode, and just fucking furious that the 12 years of his podcast has culminated to Jizzy Jake, Slitzy, and Harrison. <laughs> He gets he. I mean, he gets real OCD. Like that one with Wackerly. Mm-hmm. There was so many times. Like he he had to leave on the trip, but he spent so much time editing out Wackerly's dogs barking. Yeah, I, which that at this point, like forever. I don't care. Whatever. It's it's an animal. All right, all right. Got a story here that uh, Jizzy Jake himself found. Whoop whoop. <clears throat> and it's called Spank the Monkey. The ghost of a masturbating ape haunts the hallways of a grand country estate in Dorset. <laughs> you told me to find it from a reputable news source, and this is what you're reading. <laughs> it's on the sun, motherfucker. <laughs> the sun is a reputable. We I, I, so many of our stories come from the Sun, the Daily Mail. Mm. Why good, I love it's them. A good, it's a good get. Yeah. It's a good get. Okay. I could. I don't consider Lad Bible a reliable source, or like you know, crazy. I, I want to hear. I'm more talking about important. the topic of do- the discussion. What did this donkey do? What did this donkey do? Okay, so haunted Athelton, Athelhampton Hall is a popular wedding venue. With romantic spook hunters, all right? Mm-hmm. The ghost of a randy monkey haunts the halls of a grand English country estate um, where romantic spook hunters flock to tie the knot. Ooh. Titillated tourists can often hear the saucy specter laughing while masturbating yeah. in Athelhampton Hall. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So soul-searching couples are clamoring to have their weddings held there. Um, because the of hopes... the masturbating monkey? So people right. are clamoring so, to get their wedding there because of a jerky yeah, monkey ghost. in the hopes of having the pervy primate appear in the background of their pictures. <clears throat> the lovable apes afterlife antics have helped the hall to be named as one of the most haunted houses in England before being listed on We Buy Any Homes list of the nine most ghostly properties. Did they have the, any photos? Uh, uh, no, they do not. Well, that's a shame. I I saw like one, but it's you know those ghost photos where it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm. The, those those are the photos that exist mm. for this, basically. Um, so so yeah, the, it's a 15th century house uh, built by the Martin family, whose crest featured an excited monkey <laughs> sitting on a tree stump, right? <laughs> Um, and the estate's motto was, he who looks at Martin's ape, Martin's ape will look at him. Does it say in the article why this monkey died there? Like, this is a wedding venue? Like, well, nice I'm, gonna get, I'm getting to that. Okay, okay sorry. Shit, I'm getting to that, buddy. Um, but what do you guys, how do you guys interpret that motto? Fair enough, dude. Like, this fucking ape could not keep his fist away from his dick. And we all agree that that's kind of a regular thing. I can't keep I my fist away from my dick. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's exactly what happens, dude. Like, this motherfucker, Abe, is just like, I don't want to be held here anymore. Let me just... Have you ever... Yeah. Uh, on the Sick and Wrong, somebody played a video, put a monkey uh, jerking off on a guy's face a while back, and it was... Amazing. I think I did see that. Yeah. Yo, it was would, great. Honestly, I would be his boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey or the ghost monkey? <laughs> Both. Yeah. Mm. Really have, monkey. I don't really have a choice. You Who don't. makes me the most money, you know? Mm. Definitely don't have a choice. Um, yeah, so um, ever since... The horny ghost of Martin's monkey has haunted the sprawling country pile, making it a go-to destination. One tourist, dad of three, John Morrison, uh, took his entire family to the estate. He spoke excitedly about the spanking spook. (laughs) He said... We, said, we that. heard that Martin the monkey who haunts the house loves to scratch his privates while swinging around. We didn't see him, which is a shame because it would have been a real sight, yeah? Yeah. Apparently he's not terrifying. Quite friendly is what we heard. Well, yeah, he's in a great state of ecstasy. I'm sure yes. monkey penises yeah. have a lot, of, you know, just fucking so much nerve endings. They look like corkscrews. That's ducks. They're, that's they, ducks. Uh, they look like corkscrews. That I thought that's ducks. No, I've that's seen two monkey dicks, and they're Shit. like dicks. <laughs> I'm they an expert like on monkey dicks. dick. Are you? Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> I've seen that. I've sucked that corkscrew, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, according to the local legend, the unconventional Martin family did have a pet ape, which was okay. free to wander the halls, right? Yeah. And when... Oh, my God. Okay. And when one of the Martin daughters had an unhappy love affair and decided to kill herself, 
the compassionate monkey began following her around. Aw. Right? For a second, I thought I was going to say she had an unhappy love affair with the yeah, fucking ape. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that, that didn't happen. Me. Glad that didn't happen. Um, so when she climbed a set of hidden stairs to a secret room, the ape trailed behind uh, and watched as she took her own life with the door bolted. That ass. Oh, man. The what? monkey took his life or the girl did? The girl took her life. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that'd be weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally weird. Have you heard of a, have you heard of an, um, a monkey taking its own Primate life? Primate death or suicide? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, when you finally do suicide yourself, <laughs> it will probably look like a monkey did it. What? You, get, you got frozen there like Max oh, Hedger. I said when you finally do kill yourself, it probably will look like a monkey hanging from the ceiling. That is true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Eyes do bulge out. Well, yeah. Let's go, baby. Let's all do it. Let's do a pact. See, I was just about to say, did Jizzy yeah, Jake just okay. initiate a suicide pact? I, I definitely fucking did. Honestly, let's go. All I'm doing in life is waiting. For I have a suicide pact story. Suicide. Yeah? Yeah. No, I, you want to hear it? Hear okay, it. so I came back from Florida and went to a halfway house slash rehab hmm. in Atlantic City. I uh, had to drive my car there, and you're normally not allowed to have your car there. They took my keys, locked it away in a safe. I decided I was leaving. I uh, uh, had the guy go into the safe to get my medication. I body checked him out of the way, grabbed my keys, and this guy in the rehab said, I'm coming with you. I was like, fuck it, let's go. We drove. uh, He lived in Connecticut. We started driving. Um, We went up the parkway, and uh, in the talking, we both made a suicide pact that we were going to kill ourselves uh, when we got to Connecticut and got money and got high. Um, along the way, my tire popped. Um, mm. I had to put the spare on. We got to Connecticut. I went into the bathroom, recorded a suicide note to my daughter. Um, then my parents, for whatever reason, they called the police in Connecticut. They tracked me down via my phone, and I got admitted into, uh, involuntarily admitted into a Connecticut a sane asylum or a uh, psych ward. Sorry. God damn. How, how did they know you were going to – they didn't know you were going to kill yourself. They just well, knew you I probably yeah. texted them saying something like I was going to kill myself or they uh, at least knew, um, you know, me – You were fucking ready for it, man. You were ready for it. As yeah, we all are on. sometimes, man. I'm the As guy who know. tried to kill himself like mad times, so me escaping from a rehab in my car is signal enough that I was probably going to try and kill myself. Now you're the guy who um, – you know, gets the wrong Amazon package while he's painting his miniature wizard figures. Yes, I am that's, way that's more you boring, now. and I'm so yeah. glad that my life has calmed down. <laughs> um, so, yeah. By the time the family's search of the house and grounds eventually located the room, because remember, it was a secret room, mm-hmm. the ape had starved to death next oh, to her body. poor guy. Yeah. Why fucking... wouldn't he have eaten the girl? That's a great goddamn point. I mean, it's an animal. Do- my dog, if I die, it will eat me. Well, here's the thing. Some animals don't. Like, I actually don't know of dogs. Some dogs are so loyal that they actually won't. And also, I've, like, I've heard, I've seen this happen. And, uh, well, I've seen it, but, you know. And uh, also, uh, monkeys, maybe they're, like, smarter than other animals. Mm, so maybe, maybe they, a little you know, bit of emotional attachment. Yeah. Okay. Plus, it's not really like, 
they don't tip, you know, it's not their typical food. They usually mm. eat like what fucking plants and bugs and bullshit. I, usually, are are they herbivores? Like D? Um, kinda. Yeah, I mean, they eat bugs. Oh, you know, they eat right. bugs and stuff. But it's like I, they're not like you know eating gazelles or whatever. Oh, all right. I, they just eat whatever nonsense. Pick the nits off each other, eat that shit, make it into a nice salad. Um, yeah, so, uh... Let's talk about now with everything ghosts, but D. Yes, okay. I agree. Now it's Ghost Haunts the Hall, often okay. scratching at the paneling of the secret room and staircase in an eternal frantic, frantic escape... Frantic attempt to escape. Hmm. How, what, Which is how weird because that doesn't sound. It... Oh, the the guy who was like the tourist was like, "Oh, it's delightful." That does not sound delightful at all, mm. right? So, uh, what were you gonna ask? How long ago did the girl and the monkey die to now? Did it say? It did not. Um, but do you think it's like thirty, forty years, or ten? years? Oh no! You know what? Yeah, no. It was like it was like the fourteen hundreds. Oh. Because the Martin family built the house in the 14th century. So it was probably like within 100 years of that. Okay. The Martin family still lived there. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the ape had starved to death, blah, blah, blah. But the monkey is not alone. The house is reputed to have six other ghosts, all human. Though it's one of the most haunted spots. Andrea Cook, who has lived at the house with her family for more than 20 years said she has witnessed all sorts of odd and inexplicable things. Okay, like? Yeah. Uh, but, well, it doesn't say. But while many people have a rational explanation, she said, there are always some which do not. The most recent was a dark-hooded figure, yeah, which rushed past one of our cleaners. I don't know why I'm doing a, a working-class accent, because she mm. lives in a fucking mansion, but whatever. Um... On the first sighting, she assumed. Yeah, there you go. She assumed it. Um, she had imagined it, but ten minutes later, it came towards her again, up the old servant staircase, and hurried past her into a bathroom. She was terribly excited about it, having never witnessed such a thing. What this was makes no sense at all. It is a figure. Our youngest son has seen on a couple occasions, but the cleaner was unaware of this at the time. Despite all this, it is an amazing place to live. <laughs> it is a beautiful home. We are happy here. And generally, it has a lovely atmosphere, in spite of the stories. But on the odd occasion when something does occur, and I must stress, it is only occasionally, it reminds you that there are some things... Which are beyond our understanding. Who's Jerry? Jerry. Yeah. But this Jerry is Jerry. Hell yeah. <laughs> A spokesman from We Buy Any Homes said, <laughs> Whether you believe in ghosts or not, it's undeniable that some places, for whatever reason, just give us the creeps. Whether it be the old-fashioned decor, the eerie silence that hangs over the property, or the footsteps on the land in the, in the dead of night. Some properties give the feeling that they may be occupied by something or someone else. I have to say, that is the voice that of the spokesperson of 
that uh, we, uh, buy, we buy any, any homes. homes 100%. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Andrea said that when her sons were younger, their friends refused to sleep over at Athel Hampton Hall because of doors being agitated, figures at the end of your bed, figures stood in doorways, the sound of rapid footsteps backwards and forwards in your bedroom along with endless faps. Faps? Along the faps. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a masturbate monkey. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'd be I all that. about this, man. I I would, as a kid, I'd be there yeah. all day. You'd think... I mean, honestly, if you think about it, you'd think more ghosts would masturbate. I mean, I'm sure they do. Right? I mean, like, why wouldn't you? You're you're around. You can decide whether or not somebody's going to see you, and I'd be peeping on everybody, men and females. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe, you know, it's like... It's like if you're if you have nothing to do. It's like if you're you know if you're in the suicide fucking watch cell with the goddamn turtle suit mm-hmm. on. What are you gonna do but masturbate? Yeah, well I had to do. nothing to do twice today, yeah. and that's the only reason I jerked off, yeah. not because I was horny. And I imagine that if you're uh, a ghost, you just gotta hang around in the shitty fucking mm-hmm. motel room where you died or whatever. All you're gonna do is masturbate. That's it. Where do you think most <clears throat> ghosts hang out? Is this like a Bazooka Joe joke or something? Like, no, what? I'm just asking. Like, oh, you know, oh. if you if you if you were a ghost, where if you're you just died, you're now a ghost. Where do you go to find the other ghosts in the most logical sense? I, I have to stay on Earth. I can't like leave Earth. Nope, nope. You're stuck here. You died in the sick and wrong studio, and you can only go in a ten mile radius. Where do you think most ghosts <laughs> are going to be? <laughs> Um, I'd probably hang out in D's apartment masturbating because mm-hmm. that's a 10 mile radius, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You got a 10 uh, mile radius or I'd, you know, I don't know, go to a fucking Korean karaoke joint or something. I don't know. Something like that. You know? Okay. Yeah. A museum. Who knows? Where would you go? Oh man. I'd definitely be peeping on my lady all the time and then there's not much around i would go to the aa meeting that's about 10 minutes away and absolutely terrify all of those god people yeah but wait you would you're dead and you can't like be with your woman anymore but you're just oh, gonna but hang I'd be around peeping on her watch. like definitely watching her in the shower and shit like that for sure masturbating <laughs> that would just be painful for me i don't know what the hell's wrong with you but all right anyway <laughs> I mean, a happy relationship <laughs> What, what, what do you got next for us? All right. So the next story, uh, great headline. Racist sent a banana to a black man via the Withers, Weatherspoons app. Um, don't know what that what app is. What is the Weatherspoons app? Okay. Uh, this, all of the sources were from the UK, so it's some app about getting tea and crumpets or some shit. Okay. Um yeah. Police are investigating after an anonymous Weatherspoons customer used a pub's chain app to send a banana to a black man's table. (laughs) It's pretty fucking crazy. Okay. The 24-year-old Mark Darcy Smith was out drinking at the Richmall Crumpton in Brumford, (laughs) 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 Kent, um... Went out of no, uh, went out of nowhere. A thirty p banana appeared on a, at his table. It wasn't ordered by him, and the order read anonymous. So it seemed pretty clear that someone was trying to be radically abusive to him merely because he was a black man out on a dr- out drinking with his mate, trying to have a good time. Mister Darcy oh. Smith 
who works in the media, claims he left the pub soon after the banana arrived because the staff uh, would not treat the incident uh, sincerely. Uh, he said, uh, I'm going to try my best on a British accent here. My mom's British, so I should be able to do this. We both looked. <laughs> I'm just reading it. I can't do it. We both looked at each other and then looked at the banana. It, it clicked. It wasn't ours. It was clearly sent by somebody who was trying to be racist. My friend w- went to talk to the staff member, but they didn't see the, what the issue was. They thought that they had brought uh, in incorrect order. We had to explain what was wrong with that. Um, I was sitting at my, on my own at this point, looked around to see if I could spot anybody. I got anxious. I, th- I think someone sent it to me because, because it was anonymous. I my sorry the screen the fucking ads are popping up and causing issues here. I went and sat. Uh, two girls came over and asked if I was okay, uh, if I was going to stay. Now that's the point where you definitely use this moment to get yourself late at the pub. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me feel confused, angry, and lonely. It was really overwhelming. All these emotions came in a matter of seconds. I don't feel like many people understand what it feels like to be racially abused. The staff didn't take it seriously. I had hoped they, and in per, you know uh, brackets here, he's talking about Weatherspoon, uh, would take the situation seriously. Um, I guess what he did was contact them, and they were like, well, it's anonymous, so we can't. Uh, he later Im- reported the incident on the Metropolitan Police, but said the memory of the incident has left him with a bad feeling in the town that he has called home for many years. A spokesperson for Weatherspoons, we apologize to the customer and appreciate the distress caused. This is now a police matter. And Apparently, continue- Weatherspoons is like a thing where it's like you can order drinks at a pub or you know food at a pub with the fucking app if it's a Weatherspoons connected pub or some uh, bullshit. Okay, so like it's kind of like over here where we have the app that some, some uh, jukeboxes you can put money on the app, and then if you're in the bar that connects uh, with that. Yeah, that um, sounds like it. Okay. So we we have responded to the customer, and at this point, uh, the pub cannot be held responsible for app orders. I really wish I could do a British accent, but I can't. Um, Kent Police added in the statement, Police are investigating a racially aggravated public officer ordinance. That's as best as it's going to get. Whoa. <laughs> <clears throat> The offense happened at about 10.05 on Friday, November 8th, and uh, it was reported to the police the next day. Officers in the South area are investigating, and they basically don't give a shit about this guy. Wow. Yeah, that was a pretty weak story, but I do love the headline. I did my best. Banana. See, that's that's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to say it's worse than the racism, like the lack of creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not worse than obviously being racist is worse than, but it's like, it's almost as bad. It's like, first of all, that's old and stupid. Yeah. And second of all, it's like, you can't, it just. People who are right wing tended like the more right wing you go, the less creative you well, are. Well, yeah, because you're unintellectual. You know? 
Right. Being racist is, is just m- most of the time because of ignorance because you're just stupid. Um, right. Because you don't know science and we're all basically the same thing. But it begs the question, um, what would be the racist creative equivalent to a white man? If you were at a bar and somebody was trying to be racist to you, what would offend you of them sending to you know, sending the That's not and this is the whole thing yeah. that of intersectionality that I don't even want to get into. Okay. But in that situation it wouldn't be racist, it would be prejudiced. Okay. Why uh, because I don't so, get the because like in this case. You know, because uh basically I'll tell you the, the quick reason for that is because like you know, if if a black person like you know doesn't like white people mm-hmm. or whatever it doesn't really affect me in any way but like let's say like a white cop doesn't like black people mm. it will affect a lot of black people like yeah. they're just okay. more affected and oppressed so it's like if somebody calls me like a cracker or whatever oh, I it's love like it. I, yeah it's like what well, or i prefer honky but i love honky i say yeah, it all the it's time to like, people when i'm checking out at stores it doesn't really like affect me in any way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I like I steal. I have a weird thing where like I steal um, little like like action figures from stores. Whenever I'm like shopping in a store, I like steal little things, and totally it's like just it. like fun little thing that I do. And I just it's a habit I got into. Yeah, I don't do yeah. it anymore, but uh, I, I definitely used to. I after but it's getting like, sober, it took me a while to stop doing that. Yeah. But it's like if I wasn't white, I couldn't do that shit. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't Easily look at me. And they shot. should. Yes. They should it's definitely be looking at me. Uh, and they don't. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, not a sick story, but certainly wrong. Racism mm. is stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like, uh, like, what would they? They'd have to like order me like, you know, a coffee table book <laughs> about about yurts or something. You know, like something really white. Like, and I'd be like, "How dare you, sir? How dare you?" How would you, know? you feel if somebody sent you a box of crackers with, like, you know, like a note on it? Like, like, I don't like happy. white people. I'd pretty be, I'd be pretty happy about that. But if they <laughs> sent me, like, you know, a, a, you know, Blu-ray season three of Girls or something, <laughs> <laughs> True Blood, then I'd be like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> Just because I'm white, you assume I want to watch season three of Girls? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And that's that. Yep. All right. Uh, coming up, we got phone calls. Here's a message from uh, Adam and Eve. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. All right, we've got some uh, phone calls to get to. Um, this first phone call is by the inimitable Fearful Mess. I am so glad that I get to experience this. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, hello, uh, this is F, uh, FM again. And I, uh, recently was hearing one of the episodes of the podcast you had just done. And I figured I would, uh, I got reminded actually to try and talk again because I did have some updates on a new 
social situation that I put myself in that I had referenced my earlier uh, call that I made. But I uh, figured I should try and say uh, a few things that I had heard. Uh, one thing that I wanted to try and start on was the fact that uh, I heard you say that that you uh, believed I was doing too much because people said I was acting like I was a character or a caricature. And ironically enough, I feel uh, originally when I heard that, I had felt kind of, I guess, negative about it. But uh, when I guess I, I... So, first of all, when he said doing too much, at first I was like, what? Yeah. It's like, you're doing too much. You get... You're taking care of two kids. You're going to school at night. You're going to night school. You're working at the plant. Is this you're doing too much? Is this in um, reference to the bingo night? I think this is in reference to me, maybe me. I guess it was me saying that I was skeptical as to whether he was for real. Okay. I okay. think I may have said that. And I mean, to be fair, it doesn't have much to do with fearful mess, and it just has a lot to do with the fact that that's happened on the show several times. Yes, we'll but keep... I'm going to call it. Can you hear the warbling in his voice, mm-hmm. the, the yes, hesitation? Yeah. That's real, and that's why no, I, I love know. this guy. I mean, and I said that. I said that it's like – because he, he sent an email too, and it's like it comes across in the email too, uh-huh. like all the stuff. It's weird. Um, it's just that people tend to use this show mm. to like – practice their fucking character work for mad tv auditions or so yeah. i don't know what it's for you know what i mean but that's what they're doing um and it's happened and it's been you know so, so sometimes i tend to be uh on the defensive about that kind of thing but for the record i don't really think that no you know and and i want to say it's just some of the calls are just like the perfect storm of just entertaining neuroses uh-huh. you know so yeah i i mm want to say man like Mm. being being you know when i started calling in i was not far from this state and like i Mm. know the courage that he's you know mustering inside of himself and i'm not Mm. saying that condescendingly i think he's fucking rocking it man i love this guy i love him he's my favorite caller yeah thought about it for a bit and i realized it's actually kind of nice to hear i guess an outside a person talk about my behavior from somebody who isn't, uh, I guess, paid or part of my family, the paid one being a psychiatrist. And oh. the idea that, yes, I'm working on myself and that I'm. Uh, for a second, I, I thought react. that meant. For a second, I thought that meant he, like, hires focus groups or something. To be like. <laughs> no, definitely a therapist. He definitely has yeah. a therapist. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. To certain situations is not a positive. It's actually very negative and wrong and something I should fix. I shouldn't have this type of reaction to things like uh, uh, bingo or stressors. And being able to hear that from somebody who has a little bearing on me is, I guess, a good outside uh, point of view. Although it also uh, does make me kind of go out on a different side note that uh, you that you two actually do read the emails. I had sent that email actually because I I considered that uh, that one phone call I gave, which I 
think was the uh, third. That was a failure of mine. I I try and keep myself measured and level because that's what happens when I go a bit too hard. I guess I get too excited. My brain goes faster than my mouth, and I skip a that's, beat. So I figure that is that is what I think about when I think about fearful mess. I think hard. He's hard in the paint. <laughs> the motherfucker's hard in the paint. That's what I think when I when I when I think about him. You <laughs> He's know? a ride or die kind of guy. He's a ride or die motherfucker. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just sort of give an explanation. And also to say thank you for being considerate of reading my email because I wanted to actually tell you about that call. Though I do have to make a part two because I want to tell you about the social situation. So, yeah, the, the, he did send us an email and I, it was weird because like Dee forwarded to me and then just like wrote like, I'm not going to try to set this guy up on a date mm-hmm. anymore. Like it was because it was like and when he was trying to do that, it was kind of like. One of those situations where, like, D assumes that, like... Life is a movie? <laughs> every other person wants what he wants. or mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Every other person has the same... Um, it seems but it was to be like, a 90s movie for me. Rom-com, like, he read yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he read the email and it was like, okay, I don't know if I want to get involved. You know, it was, it was, it was weird. It was like he had a moment about it or something. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Well, on fear, I want to say for, like, it is... It has been, for me, incredibly therapeutic to call in like Fearful Mess is doing and get be made fun of and hear a third perspective and a harsh one, too. So I hope that he keeps calling and he gets the same weird exposure therapy that I got because I, I, I just love all of this. Well, it's a weird situation because, you know, as, as you know, like we don't, you know, we don't really hesitate to make no. fun of you and you, you enjoy it. But actually, both D and I were, like, a little wary, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, we don't know this guy too well yet, so it's like, we don't want to, like, say, make a joke and then cause a fucking, like, suicide or something. So well, we're, like, a little I'm, wary, you know? That's why I'm kind of saying it. It's like, fearful mm-hmm. mess, please mm-hmm. don't take it to heart. Know that it's mm-hmm. coming from love because, yes. I mean, this really helped me. Like, I talked to my therapist about calling in years ago, and he was like, well, if you don't get upset about it, listen. And it's a weird mm. therapy for you, and it has totally been. So please keep calling in. I, I just – I love this. I Yeah, I think he's like me in that he just likes attention. Mm. You know, we're all like nerve I, that's searching yeah, for attention. Yeah, like even like when people are sending me death threats and stuff, like uh-huh. I love it. I just like it. I just like it's nice to be thought of. I just like that. So I yeah. feel like he's that's what he's like. So, all right. Part two. Uh, this is uh, FM for the part two. Uh, the social situation that I said I would do is that in the earlier call, I said, which is a little late, I do apologize. I have been in college and it's been kind of uh, uh, kicking me uh, in my ass. But I I mentioned earlier that I wanted to go into a um, a Halloween-like festival. It's It was sort of a haunted hayride style where there was a whole bunch of craft uh, tables, craft service tables. I, I, I don't think yeah. him being in this raw state is a good idea yeah. to go get scared. <laughs> Yeah, like can in, you imagine in a, like a bunch of fucking Draculas, like a bunch of Draculas jumping out of this. Yeah, dude, a movie. You know? I don't know. 
Go yeah, for yeah. it if you want to get scared. <laughs> but in an uncontrolled environment, sounds like a recipe for disaster. It does, yeah. And I had went with some family members, and I was uh, able to go into a much larger crowd of people than I normally am accustomed to. Uh, th- there was a lot of wonderful uh, products. Uh, I and finally uh, was able to get over uh, the idea of spending uh, money a lot on myself, so I bought a whole bunch of, let's say, pumpkin-style products, like uh, five or so pounds of like, canned pumpkin. I love uh, using pumpkin and baking. It's, I think... When- Is Fearful meth, m- Mess a <laughs> 75-year-old at heart? <laughs> I, well, at first when he said pumpkin-style products, I thought he meant, like, you know, a pumpkin hat or, like, a... It- Jack o' lantern man, I think or we're something. gonna hear that, but I get yeah, but it. I no, bought... I think he like he's a he's a baker, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I bought a pumpkin cheesecake, pumpkin mm. croissants because everything mm. was on sale today, and I love pumpkin, sure. so I get it. But oh man, I love this. Uh, yeah. also, has Fearful Math ever mentioned what he does for a living? He's in, he's in school, he's in oh, college. So, do you yeah, think yeah. Mon- money's coming from parents? Yeah, and loans, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Okay. Yeah. One of the things I can actually say that I'm good at uh, in general. And I had gone through that, and finally I went to a haunted house in that place. It was sort of a barn-style uh, measure, like uh, uh, generic. It was very generic, basic. Uh, there, there was a few like good like practical effects, and there were a lot of uh, job scares. And... I was still able to get through it with with uh, only a moderate reaction to being frightened. And I consider it uh, another victory, which is the reason I'm calling. Rock on. The yeah. subject of the previous uh, reason. Swish. Yeah. Although, going back to that first thing, if I were to say anything personal, is that I can say that I'm uh, not really playing a bit. That's really all I can all I can say. It's I'm not joking. There's no real method acting. I wish I didn't feel the way I always felt when things that people would normally shrug off make me feel like my world is crashing down. But like I said, that can go away in the future with therapy and possibly meds or just being able to experience it and realize that that's just life and living. And after that, if people don't believe me, uh, I think... I think D referenced it uh, earlier, saying that that is life. But later, uh, for another achievement, I am planning on going to Black Friday. So later on, after the trip or so, I will tell you how that goes. Keep it thick, keep it wrong, and uh, thank you again for letting me talk. Oh, man. I I don't even... The way he said, the way he pronounced... Black Friday, he said it like the way he, I don't know, the way he accented the words made it sound like it was Friday, but for black people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I, I think know. that's just the fear of all of the people in his head. He's thinking about walking yeah. into a, you know, store and being like, oh, Black sure. Friday, you know, so, yeah. but I get it. I, I just want to like early 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 sobriety the first time i really stopped doing heroin like that first like three months i was a raw bundle of of pain and terror and i couldn't get out of my bed 
So mm. I like hear, and it's bringing me back to that moment. And like, just I love his courage, man. He mm. just I love him so much. I can't even make fun of him. I just fucking love him. I I've been there, dude. I I like I, I'm sure you know. I I feel like you kind of go through that internal dialogue every morning when you wake up and have to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Struggle every fucking day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, he's a champion, man. That's, that's all I can say. I don't have anything wittier. Mean so he say. made, he made pumpkin like pies or something. Pumpkin or? pies. He's searching for yeah. a deal, man. <laughs> searching for what? He's searching for a deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, uh. It's great. I all love right. it. There you go. Yeah. No, he's good. He's good stuff. So, all uh, right. life coach next. Life coach, yeah. This this next call is um, in response to um, an earlier call, of fearful messes. I think it's the bingo parlor one, if I'm not mistaken, but I forget exactly. All right, here mm. we go. Find out. Uh, uh, hey, my name is Eric. I'm from San Jose. Um, I've called in before, but you know, I wanted to respond to uh, that uh, that FM. The uh, you know. FM call earlier a couple weeks prior where he talked about uh, going to the bingo night. And you know what? That really fucking pissed me off. Because, you know what, FM? You gotta fucking stick up for yourself, alright? You gotta understand that nobody's fucking better than you, alright? We all fucking go through the same shit. We all, we're all born the same. We may live different lives, but then we all fucking die. We're all the fucking same. We fucking live we're fucking born, and then we live, and then we fucking die. Nobody's better than you. Don't fucking take that shit from anybody, all right? All right? You got to give it right back to them. Someone tries to embarrass you in public, you need to realize that you're worth more than letting someone make you feel fucking two inches fucking tall, right? You got to get back at them. You got to fucking strike back at them, all right? I think this guy just scared fearful mess back into his burrow yeah. for like another 50 years or yeah. something. Too yeah. loud. Too loud. <laughs> I don't know about this. I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to die. You're going to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. How upset would you be if this happened to be fearful mess and this was his character and he calls in terrified and then calls in, you know. If this was like a split personality situation, I'm not oh. saying it is. I'm just saying. Okay. Is it a, is it a, is it like a split personality situation, or is it like a Jamie Kennedy plays three different characters? You uh, know, let's go split personality. If, if okay, okay, okay. If it was a Jamie Kennedy thing, I would fucking rip everything to shit, and I would quit the show, and I would like move to an apple butter farm in the desert. Um, but a split personality, I would just intrigue me more. Mm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because right. that, that's like his like buddy love or his like Stefan or Kel. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's his. his uh, you know, he's got which take one? If it were, is his normal state? It would have. Well, that's an interesting thing because if it's like if it's like a nutty professor thing, mm-hmm. what is it nutty professor? Yeah, it's nutty professor thing, or if it's a, a Steve Urkel thing, then then fearful mess would be his normal state. But if it were a um, 
No, I guess and it, you, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, it would be that too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There would be never – yeah, yeah. There would never be – I don't uh, think I've ever heard of yeah. a case or even in mm. fiction uh, you know, where the dominant uh, personality is the outgoing one. Because the... in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, it's like Dr. Jekyll is basically a fearful mess. Yes. And he's like disgusted with his own like sexual impulses. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what if I can just eliminate them entirely? So he makes the potion. And then it it actually just splits it off into a a, a completely separate creature that's just all id, just entirely id, um, with, like, the maturity of a child. So, yeah, maybe that'll happen to Fearful Mess. Quick question. What do you think is Fearful Fearful Mess's Pornhub search history? (laughs) Um. Oh man, it's a, it's I'm curious one. if like you know the inner side of him yeah. like really likes hardcore, or if he's you know more into the sensual, you know, nicer, slower kind of stuff. I feel like I want to say like amateur Kim Possible cosplay porn. Okay, it's just my offhand. Yeah, sure. I see. Yes, it. I, I I ask because like I've noticed that like in my. Uh, the more I get more confident, the less hardcore my porn gets. I don't know if that's a correlation with anybody else, but just something. Oh, like really? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I find the older I get, the more hardcore it gets. Yeah, well, yeah, you got less time, oh. so you got to fucking yeah. get into it quickly, you know? Redeem yourself. Right? You can't let that shit happen. Sorry, I know this is bad advice. I know your therapist wouldn't approve of this, but you just got to remember, man, you're not worth less than anybody else because we all go through the same shit. We're born, and then we fucking die. We fucking die. We're all born, and then we fucking die. I mean, it's certainly a fact. Oh. Hey, uh, thank, oops, sorry. Thank, yeah, thank you, Sergeant Slaughter, yeah. uh, for, for that. Wow. He's not wrong. Um, He's not wrong. He just like Jesus Christ, man. Take a fucking yeah. The get execution a bar or some shit. The execution is a little high for the topic, but I want to point out the fact that several people have now called in and are rooting this motherfucker on fearful mess because we love mm-hmm. him. He's. I I think at one point somebody had said that I was the mascot of the show. I really hope that. Uh, I feel it is fearful mess now. Mm. Uh, oh, oh uh, the next call. Right. I, oh, yes. Oh, the it's next call is the return of a beloved figure Woo. from the show that we have not heard from in a long time. Oh, so excited. The retarded Scoutmaster. Hey, uh, think it wrong, man. It's, uh, it's been a while. Excuse me, I just finished eating my fucking Cheerios. I'm peanut butter sandwich. Uh, I'm not a classy individual. Uh, it's retarded Scoutmaster again. Has I haven't heard him in a long time. I haven't. Has yeah. he always had this southern gangster swag talk vibe? I don't remember. Because it almost sounds like uh, Flint Ninja. Yeah. Playing, yeah, retarded. I, that's why, like, you know, I don't know if you have any of like the. 
I doubt you have the number saved that call in on in the thing. I'm wondering if this is the same number that is called before because I just don't remember that, and I'm pretty good at. It is a little strange, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe he's been through some shit since he called. Right. Maybe. Uh, I know it's been a while. I'll try to keep it under three minutes here. I got a story for you. Coming from that Boy Scout camp. I went back last summer. I'm fucking drunk and high. I thought I'd call in. Werewolf kid. All right. Whoa. What? He's about to tell... Werewolf kid. He's about to tell us a story. Oh, okay. About a werewolf fucking kid. This is right up my alley, dude. Yeah, it is right up my alley. And and that's like, what Um, is going on? Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends, Shawnee O, he's doing what's called a CQ duty for those who are in the Boy Scouts who are in the military. No, it's like charger quarters where you stand at the front of the barracks or you stand at the... uh, entrance to the camp for 24 hours and you're in charge of whoever comes in you sign them in you direct individuals that come onto the property if an emergency happens you're the one that takes care of it anyway i i do what? feel like he's definitely retarded scoutmaster because of yeah, his he did, yes. somewhat uh you know low rent military terms of directing individuals right yeah yeah <laughs> and it's like yeah, and, and, and he always gets into the weird logistics yeah. of, like, these camps that make no sense. Yeah. So it's only he could know that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, certainly a failure at life, but mm. can you imagine dedicating your life to this? Let's <laughs> see, I'm at two minutes. I might go over a little bit here. My buddy Shadio was doing CQ duty, hanging out in the CQ room <laughs> for the barracks. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck is that, CQ? I don't know. Uh, CQ room. Um, what do you think it is? Shot doing CQ duty. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, well, what it means is club quarters rooms. So where the little boys hang. That's okay. Yeah. They <laughs> just right. got a fancy military term for it. Wait. That leader comes in says, we have a scout that's missing. He is outside of our campsite in the woods somewhere, yelling. Come to find out. Shoddy O walks into the woods looking for this kid. Shoddy O? Shoddy L? Or Scotty L? Or Shoddy O? I don't know. I don't know. Did he get relocated uh, via the Master Cub Scouts to like mm. you know an ethnic urban area, and now mm. he's hanging out with Shadi O. Is this the same Shadi that that Takashi Six Nine testified against? It might be. Who's the, who's the, who led the uh, what was that section of the Bloods that he led the um, Trey uh, Trey uh, Nine whatever the Trey Nine Trey yeah. Nine. I only know that because my brother's going through police training and they're heavy mm. in Camden. Also, I want to say how disappointed I am in you for knowing all the facts about the, that pointless human being. About what? About that child it's a molester. It's fascinating case. It's a fascinating uh, case, man. Uh, yeah. It's not. It's not at all. <laughs>
He was only wearing his tiny whities and a pair of socks. And he was yelling at the, at the sky. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. I honestly, it, it, is like a a it is a special Boy Scout camp for like special children or something, right? It, Isn't that the whole thing? It's been, it seems it, to be the. Hence the retarded the, Scoutmaster title. It's because. Hence, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess sometimes you forget, like, is he. Who, like, who's. You know. Why did he get put in charge? Who's the retard? Is he a rotundo or is he. I, like, who can remember? It's like the chicken or the egg. You know, who can even remember at this point? Yeah, so. Yeah. Pain, dysfunction, or a seizure, or something or other, but uh, caused him to go out in the woods while he was sleeping when he wasn't wearing anything. I don't think he's rotundo because he's able to remember words like individual, dysfunction, and seizure. Right, okay. He's screaming in the sky and the moon, but Tashani uh, looked like a werewolf scout, a were scout. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of a little bit spooky um, yeah. this Halloween there, but uh, it's a crazy story, and uh, it's a little retarded, and uh, I'm a little retarded, so uh, have a sick of our time. Uh, retarded Scoutmaster out. I don't think this is the same guy. Hey. Really? I do, I do not remember his twang. Of, uh, I don't remember him sounding like that, I will no, say that. No, not at yeah. all. I've listened to the Patreon three times over, at least, and right. I don't think that's the same guy. Well, you know what? Let's just pretend it is. Because yeah, sure. The original I, one might not be coming back, and it's the best we're going to get, sure. unfortunately. So do you... So, you know, How do you God. feel about the Werewolf Cub Scout? Since this is your, you know area my, of love i mean I, yeah i did uh say the l word recently and yeah. and and uh, paid the price uh-huh. you know you gotta be careful with lycanthropes is it bad to say the l word because it might invoke the change like the you yeah. know the internal switch to beast that's right you can switch to beast and then uh you know sometimes regardless of of the moon cycle depending mm, mm, okay um and it's weird because it's like, for a second, I thought he meant, I thought he was going to talk about, like, there was a kid, you know, because it's like, seems like all these kids have, like, something with them. something mm-hmm. Something's wrong with them, right? Yeah. Or, or something Hence, is Hence abnorm- retarded cast. Yeah. Scoutmaster. He's Abnormal or however you want to say it, you know. Um, I thought it was going to be, like, one of those kids that, ha- well, like, one of those people that has, um, what do they call it, like, hypertrichosis or something like the wolf boy disease yeah I was where they where they have like well, hypertrichosis that is what it's called yeah i would have excess loved production that. of hair you know they had one of those they had a wolf man at the uh uh venice beach freak show but they closed it unfortunately mm. but i saw him and i was like oh, a wolf man um but apparently it's a, it's mostly i think it's almost entirely people from spain that get uh, like it's okay because there's these famous portraits from like you know hundreds of years ago of this lord and of his like daughter a little girl with it and um 
you know, they had they both had the disease, so it's like they look like fucking, you know, noble wolf men, and it's fucking fantastic. How much um, would you love your theoretical child if it had that disease? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think life might be harder being a wolf child, but, you know, I guess you could just shave, you know, if you wanted to really just... I figured out you go. your goal in life. You often struggle, and we've talked about you don't know where you're going to go, what you're going to do. You don't have a reason to live. And mm-hmm. what you can do is start a foundation slash halfway house living situation for anybody with Wolfman syndrome. And you right. could be the only person in the world that would love them all so mm-hmm. much, even right. specifically because of what they are. Yes. Well, here's what's funny. I just was like looking up the thing and the hypertrichosis, the werewolf syndrome recently in Spain, there was like, I don't know, I guess it's, it's pretty rare these days just because of improvements in yeah. inbreeding or whatever. But um, the, uh, like a bunch, 17 babies in Spain were recently born with it. Mm-hmm. And it was because there was a drug mix up with like what? where like medicine used to treat alopecia and hair loss was being sold as heartburn uh, medicine for children or something. That's awesome. And it gave them wolf werewolf syndrome. Even better. You <laughs> yeah. find a woman they, to impregnate and give her switch her prenatal vitamins with alopecia <laughs> drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Engineer your own yeah. fucking child, man. Apparently they were drinking Rogaine is what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> So if you drink Rogaine, you become a wolf man. That's what, what we learned today. What part of Spain is this? Just um, like... I don't know. I don't uh, know. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm not sure. What so. kind of hospital? I mean, how does that happen by accident? I guess just in Spain. I think it was like probably like where they bottle stuff or something. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Less regulation yep. leads to beautiful individuals yeah yeah yeah. i i think now i'm so glad i did this because now you have a chance to really improve the lives of children that are struggling to be loved just pennies a day (laughs) every 50 cents spent on patreon will go towards uh what uh the wolf baby love say it loud I'm Wolf Boy, and I'm proud. <laughs> Before we end, I want to just take a second and shout out Burger. Uh, you're awesome. Like you do. Is it done, that call? Yeah, that's it. That's uh, okay. the lameness that it was. Mm. All right. Yeah. Anyway, go on. But, yeah, I just want to say, mm. like, Burger friended me on Facebook, and I was very nervous because my work is – my work Facebook's attached to my work, obviously, and um, I, he hasn't – you know done anything stupid on my wall he sends me great memes and i've enjoyed getting to know him he's a cool guy good listener and berg is a good man yeah he's great um so song of the week <clears throat> i was really hard pressed to to think of a um good breakup song mm. um i i have an amazing song i need to send you later so by yeah. hotel books um, nothing was the same, and it is the most poetic thing about a breakup that's ever mm. been written. All right. Well, I will listen to that. Um, I was toying with some, 
uh, Ace of Cups, Simplicity, Judy Hensky's Road to Nowhere, and even even Merch, Mercury Retrograde by Ghost Mane, mm. I thought would be suitable. But I'm going to go with Ace of Cups. Uh, next week we'll have uh, episode 716, and it'll be about wolf babies. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, and uh, keep take it sleazy or whatever. Slapping my right? dong is what I say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> tip of your dick. The tip of your dick to you, sir. All right. Peace.
That's about Thank as you. exciting as my life has gotten recently since I don't do drugs. I just, I've been experimenting sexually. Yeah, I've heard. 